You are listening to audio from the Decidedly Podcast. This episode is a highlight clip from this week's full episode. To listen in on the complete conversation, see the show notes for the link to the complete show. You can help us out by leaving us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate every bit of your support. I'm Morgan McKittrick, your producer, and this is Decidedly. This one guy in particular would always gripe and complain, oh, you spoiled kids. You always, y'all are always asking why we're doing something. You're always asking why. And when I was, man, when I was, man, I mean, I'll tell you, when I was your age, we didn't ask. We just did what we were told. And I remember being 18 thinking, well, you must have been an idiot because I'm not just going to do anything I'm told. Right? I'm not just going to do anything I'm told. At some point, I want to know why. There are some people that I would follow and do anything they ever said. Right? You know, there are some leaders that if General Patton came into our hallway and said, all right, you know, the most effective warm-up is to do cartwheels down the hallway and, and uh, sing a lullabies uh, at 5 a.m. in the morning before we start running, I'd go, okay, I guess so. You know, I'd just do okay, it, right? Because right. he's such a great leader. But, hey, man, you're not General Patton. So sometimes when you're asking us to do something, I'm a little curious. And so was everyone else, right? And so, But he always pinned that as, like, we're just such spoiled brat kids. And, you know, gosh Because you, you wouldn't blindly follow. Because you wouldn't blindly follow every single little thing. And, we were, and so we all kind of thought, like, that's not a good answer. If we're asking why, and your answer is, shut up. Well, that's the military. I don't, I don't know that you want people in the military to start questioning things. You want them to just do what they're told, right? You want followers to do you what they're follow- told. That's what I'm saying. But are you trying to make- Charge the hill. Are you trying to be leaders? Well, actually, I will fight that. Okay, all right. If, if you tell me to charge the hill and I have to ask why, right. it's because you suck. Okay. It's because right. you're a bad leader, because I should know the why. You don't necessarily have always have to tell me at every turn, but it should be understood. Because if I'm your follower and I'm asking why, that means I don't understand the mission. Okay. Right? All right. So that's why we were asking why. It was actually a reflection of his leadership. Okay. And maybe, you know, every single generation through the entirety of humanity has said, Oh, this, these young kids, man, they don't know what they're doing. They're spoiled. They, they don't have respect for their elders. They're lazy. Every single one. If, if your outlook on life is an entire generation of people sucks. Yeah, no, I agree with then that. Then okay. maybe it's actually that you suck. Right. Maybe it's not millennials the, this or that or yeah, yeah okay, you right, know, millennials right. are lazy. Gen Zers, right. you know, they no, yeah. that's not the case. Right, because okay. that since you know the Romans, people right. have said that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it was. Uh, I think it was um, Socrates talked about. How, there's a you could Google it. Talked about all oh, these young kids these days. <laughs> this generation right. is yes. consumed by luxury has right. no respect for their elders, are lazy. Right, right. Well, Apply that to today. It's right, I, I saw the same thing one time that they were talking about, hey, you know, kids these days are just, you know, everybody's 
now just in their device. They're just staring down at their phone and nobody's yeah. interacting personally. And then they showed a picture of some some guys from the twenties. You know, they're all wearing the, the hats and the suits and uh, you know and everything. Uh-huh. And they're all reading a paper. Yes, it's all something. Yeah, because I don't want to talk to the person next to me on a plane. You won't change. <laughs> No, you, know? you don't. So anyway, that was all to say, I realized, oh, if people have to, if I say something, if I'm trying to lead someone, train someone, and they have to ask why, maybe they ask it, right? Maybe they do actually ask, which means if they have to ask, I should have answered that question before they asked it. Okay. Or they're a more agreeable person and they don't ask. Okay. Which means... That if they don't know, if they wanted to ask but didn't, and they don't know, then they can't execute well on the mission. So then I, t- I tried to take that to a more you know task-specific level and say, if I'm training you to tie, tie your shoes, you know, something simple, and you don't understand why that's important, then you are probably going to pay less attention to certain details because you have no idea what the whole reason for this is. Hey, I'm going to teach you how to tie. Today, we're going to talk about tying your shoes. It's really important to, that when you're running through the hallways, your shoes don't pop off. Okay. You need to be able to walk and, and run and operate right. normally with a pair of shoes sticking to your feet. So I'm going to show you a way that's going to do it where they're not going to come off. This is how you do it. Okay. But the same right, fair enough. hierarchy. And when I, I, it's not a revolutionary idea. It's no. just the exact same. <laughs> that's just probably basic training. But I realized how, um, that is a challenge every time I train someone to do anything ever. There's a, I give I this, always forget. I give this coaching advice consistently that there are people who I see that are giving instructions or trying to teach somebody how to do something, and they will overassess the readiness level of the person, so they will match that readiness level incorrectly. So they'll miss. They if I assume that you know you kind of have some awareness of how to do something, uh, and I say, well, just you know, hit the hit the start button uh, down in the bottom right hand corner. Well, wait a minute. I don't even know how to open the application. So you you've you've met me at step seven. I don't even know how to turn this on or where it is. And so you've started your instructions, you know, seven steps down the line. Right is, is one problem I see is is assuming a readiness level that someone may not have. The other thing I, I think also causes people to overassess readiness level is that if you're really good at something, I'm going to assume you're really good at a lot of things. That happens to me all the time. It's is <laughs> uh, well, you know, for example. All right, so people I know people that go golfing, right? Uh, so if there's a doctor. And he's a really good golfer. Everybody, all those guys assume he's a good doctor. You know, he might not be. He just happens to be a good doctor or a good golfer, right? Uh, in fact, him being a good golfer might actually lead me to believe that he's a worse doctor because he's out playing golf too much. <laughs> but, but there's this halo effect of that if somebody is competent at this one thing, that we're going to assume a readiness level that's higher than what they have. So to assume somebody's readiness level, they need to have recent relevant successful experience at something. So if you wanted me to go on a meeting with you, um, and even though I have 32 years of experience uh, in this industry, I don't have recent relevant experience 
having a, being in second chair with you in a meeting, right? You're gonna have to tell me what you want me to do in in this meeting because I may step on your toes inadvertently. I may kill a, a, a process you're trying to develop. I may do something you don't want me to do, uh, even though I'm competent at my role. I'm not competent at doing this task that you want me to do. Do you find when you're coaching that you're getting people who are uh, having to come back to you again for for more detail, more questions? I'm having you know coming back a second time. Um, sometimes okay. it's not like a big problem. It doesn't seem like okay because that can be one indication of a miss uh, that you've sort of underled. Sometimes some people yeah. more than others. Sometimes I'll go to somebody else. Good point. Yeah. 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 So I've found uh, when I do something to make sure somebody knows how to do it is I'll demonstrate how to do it. So, all right, so I want you to watch me do this. Uh, and I do it. And then I'll observe them doing it. So I'm now, okay, now you get at the keyboard and I'm going to kind of walk you through what we're doing. All right. So I start all the way back. We're going to close the programs. We're going to close the... We're going to turn off the computer. We're just going to get all the way back so we don't make the mistake of starting at step seven. Yes. Right. And so we'll get completely out and I say, okay, do this, do this. Kind of, I'll watch them and kind of asking some questions and see where they're stumbling, see where they're pausing. And then I'll let them do it alone to confirm that without my help, without my guidance, they're able to successfully complete it. So it's, demonstrate. So I'm going to, I'm going to show you how we do it. I'm going to demonstrate how this goes. I'm going to kind of talk you through it. Yeah. Then I'm going to observe you doing it, which means I'm going to walk you through it. Then I'm going to confirm that you know how to do it. Meaning I'm just, I'm not going to help you. I'm taking the, taking the safety wheels off, taking the safety net off, the training wheels off and see how you do. And a lot of times you'll, the first two will go smoothly. You think, well, this person has it. I, you know, I guess we'll just, this ought to be a cakewalk. And they'll mess up on the confirm. So you've got to demonstrate, observe, and confirm. And I think that model, use that, will will help people successfully train. The, you know, you can train somebody successfully. They'll get the task. And you're not going to miss on the readiness level because you're, you're having that interaction, right? If I'm, if I'm doing it and you're... Um, not asking any questions, uh, maybe I want to ask some questions, right? So did you see that? You see why we're doing that? You're good. So just kind of check in. I've, I've used a slightly different model. Okay. So I'll start with telling someone why and then telling them how, you know, what we're going to do, how it works. I'm going to walk you through it without even showing you. Okay. Then I'm going to show you how to do it. Then I'll let them do it. Then I have them, as I'm observing them do it, and I have them go start all the way over and tell me while they're showing. Okay. So, so they've got to walk you. me right. through it. They've got to do it once, but then also do it again as they are telling me as if I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
Thanks for making the great decision to listen into this week's episode highlight. If you want more of what you just heard, see the show notes for the full episode. As always, for the latest decision-making tips, find us on decidedlypodcast.com or on Instagram at decidedlypodcast. And be sure to sign up for our weekly newsletter from the link in the show notes. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review as well. We read all of your comments, so if you learned some decision-making tips today, let us know. Until next time, this is Decidedly. Insights, advice, and comments provided by Sean Smith, Sanger Smith, and speakers identified as part of the Decidedly podcast should not be considered recommendations. Speakers who are not identified as members of Decidedly are expressing their own opinion, and their statements should not be construed as reflecting the views of the Decidedly team. This podcast is produced solely for informational purposes, not personalized advice.